Hey shit talkers, welcome back to part 2. If you haven't yet checked that part 1, please do so before continuing with part 2. Otherwise, enjoy. Appreciate the fact that it gets people out there and gets people starting a conversation. What I don't appreciate is the fact that it's too easy to manipulate each other on a dating app because anybody can say what you want to hear through a text or whatever it is. And then until you meet that person, you know, everyone's going to put their best foot forward on the first date, right? Or on the text when they're talking, yeah, I can meet Mr. Rico Suave today. Like, hey, Paula, how you doing, girl? Yeah, I can say whatever you want to know. But then when you meet and you're like, wank, wank. like, who is this guy? He's not the same person or she's not the same person. You don't even look like your photo, for God's sake. You look like you gained 30 pounds. What, what, who the hell is this guy, right? Or this girl. So it's just this whole manipulative thing that I just don't get. And so I'd rather, so what I actually say a lot, a lot of the time on my podcast is that, I'd rather recommend someone now going back to a uh, matchmaker. I feel like it's just the better route for people, especially since dating apps now are so convoluted and just so twisting and turning. And you've probably heard it a thousand times from your friends. I can't stand the dating apps. And I'm like, well, why are you still oh, on I'm them? I'm one of them. I use yeah. dating apps and I'm mm-hmm. exhausted. Like yeah. literally these days I use them to, to, to promote my web, my, my, my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're like, who are you? I'm, I'm, Talk shit with Paula. That's who I am. You know, it's not, you don't even give me your real name. You're like, I talk shit with P. That's me. So that's hilarious. And I find yeah. guests in there or just people to go listen. And I'm like, I, I'm on like four dating apps, but half of the time I don't even meet people like that. Like, you right. really have to fascinate me enough to say, you know what? I'm going to dress up to come out and yeah. hang out with you. But half of the time is I'm just like trying to get them to listen to my podcast, and as soon as so like, I unmatch and shit, man, I kind of like you, uh, you mentioned something. Let me tell you this funny story. Uh, a week before I actually came to to Podfest, um, I've never been flown out. I always I'm always scared about being flown out because I've had oh, okay. so many stories, people being late, you know. So I'm like, no, I'm not gonna, let, I'm not gonna let anybody fly me out, and then. Because most in, in my head, I'm like, okay, if they fly you out, they're expecting to sleep with you. If they don't sleep with you, they can either, you know, cancel your flight or something. Right. You know, now you're stuck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, and I've and I've li- I've seen those stories on Twitter and shit. So I've always been like, no, my friends have done it, and I, I and I get excited for them. I'm like, okay, the next one I'll do it. And then as soon as I'm like, no, no, I'm gonna humble myself. So I finally agreed to be flown out in All May. Right. Um, <laughs> Um, we matched with this guy on tinder very nice we started talking immediately was like yo let's video call i was like cool the fact that you actually want to video call makes me you know so we video called he lives in cali but he also has a a a place in miami so he's always there every other weekend when he doesn't have his kid he's in real estate so he was like yeah um I'm in Miami now, but I'm flying to Cali tomorrow, but I'll be back. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be in Friday for purpose. I was like, no, I'm go- I'm coming back the weekend before. Uh, how about we meet there? I'm like, well, if you want me, if you want to see me that much, fly me. He's yeah. like, cool, send me your details. Like, literally, I, I was like, he's not going to do it. And then the next thing I know, I'm getting a ticket confirmation and she's oh, on wow. my email. So I was like, okay, cool. And literally, this person... We would be on the phone for two, three hours. I'm at work or something. Like we would text check, but whenever he has time, we we'll call. Like we were, we were connecting. We conversations going by my head. I'm like, it better be exactly the same in person. Yeah. We arrived in, in Miami at the same time. Took a Uber to his place. We saw the place. We took the boat out, hanged out, and then somehow he just started being very weird. Like for my the rest of my trip, he he started. Imagine this person, I'd talk to him for two hours. He wouldn't even be able to talk to me for five minutes. Wow. See, that, okay. that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, and by the way, I'm sure there's other stories where a lot of stories where it, it's the opposite flip side, where they're just like, everything just goes along so smoothly, so well, you know, even if you didn't work out, you're still like hanging out, having a good time. You're sleeping in one room, he's sleeping in another room, whatever it is, but Sometimes it's just like, it's just too much pressure. I feel like that way. You know, and if you're going to do it, you got to be honest with each other. You know, look, I want to fly you out, but if it doesn't work out, let's just have a great time. You know, don't put oh, me like, did. okay, that's good. You still did that. No, the thing is, um, we slept on the same bed and I slept naked, and, oh, but he didn't touch me. It. Oh, he didn't touch me or anything. Then the second night, 
right? Because he started acting weird. So I texted him, like, I was in the room and I was like, yeah, if you, I, I can change my flight because you're acting kind of weird. He was like, oh, stop it. Then he came to the room, we cuddled, we made out, but nothing else, and we slept. Then the next day, he was gone almost the whole day because he was running errands and I didn't want to run errands with him. He had a bot, whatever. Again, I'm used to being my own company, so I was right. chilling, whatever. Then later on, he comes and he's like, um, I'm kind of not feeling this. I was like, that's cool. Um, you have two rooms. I can move to the next room or we can change my flight. He was like, no, you can still stay. Then he goes, he, he makes me a drink. We start drinking. And then he's like, let's take the boat out. I'm like, cool. So I put on my cute swimsuit. We have to go to this sand beach. And then there are these guys. And I looked cute in my swimsuit. And the guys were giving me attention. And he started getting mad. But you literally just told me you ain't feeling it. And so why should you be getting mad? Exactly. And then we came home, he didn't talk to me the next day, he didn't talk to me at all until I went to the airport. We didn't talk until on Father's Day, cause um, my parents divorced, but I was raised by my father. And I know okay. most, fa most fathers don't get as much credit cause there's so many abandoned fathers. So I like to give out credit cause my father did an amazing job, especially raising uh, a father raising daughters. Like I know it's no. not easy. So. Um, all my ex, like, I don't date anybody who's not a good father. You have to be a good, if you're a father, you have to be a good father. Otherwise I'm not dating. So here, on here. Father's Day, yeah, no. so on Father's Day, uh, I normally send cards to the fathers I know. So since I had his address, I also sent him a card because despite oh, everything, great. he was, he's a very good father. He would send me pictures of him doing his daughter's hair, hanging out with his daughter, whatever. So he texted me a picture of him and his daughter in Miami and thank you, I got your card, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool. And then I'm like, are you ever going to explain what the fuck happened? But then he went, <laughs> he, he disappeared again. I was like, okay, cool. But he I goes dark again? Yeah. Yeah. But I've had dates where they didn't go well and like we didn't, we didn't get that connection. We're like, but we were better friends. I have so many dates where they're still my friends. My soulmate, I met him in Bambo, and oh, wow. some, some they end up working, some kind yeah. of just, well, the, the it's really tricky. It's just like, you know, when he gets mad at something like that, at least just say, hey, look, you know, I'm just, I don't know, I just got a little jealous because you're talking to other guys not hanging out with me. I mean, where, where else are you going to go from that? Because he already said he didn't want to hang out anymore, so now he's getting his butt hurt for you hanging out with other people. That doesn't make any sense. But I understand, though, because it's just, no one wants to be with someone and then being, like, jealous because they're with you you know what i mean so he's like well she's with me but it's like but she is but she really isn't because you said you did not want her that way anymore so just let her have fun you know let her have a lot of fun and it's hard to do that i mean I, not most guys can do that just sit back because now they're interested now because you're they, they see how you know how you're being looked at now and how you're being like you know adored and they're like oh maybe i made a mistake so i'm telling know. you weekend i was living in bikinis for anybody who was on my snap and i was doing it uh, i was doing on my instagram story but on um on my uh my close circle friends mm -hmm. so i was literally every day in bikinis because he had a boat and a letter side but he would never compliment me and then that day after giving me the talk that you're not interested and then these guys are showing me you say oh by the way you look very hot in that bikini that's my favorite <laughs> i'm like Fuck you, nigga. We're no. not going to do this. No. Yeah, I tell you, it's, the jealousy is like no joke with some people, man. They, they don't know why they're jealous. It just it just flares up in them. You know, so it's like. I mean, I'm a fucking catch. You missed I'm out because you, you would have had a very nice time. Like, right, bro. right. At least enjoy the rest of the weekend and be smart about it. You know what I mean? But he bailed out too fast. So that's on him. I got to say, it's on him. So. And in my head, I was like, I'm so glad I didn't pay for the ticket because if, right. if I had spent my money to come here, so I was like, at the end of the day, I had a good vacation. I, I got to be in Miami. I got to live on the boat and just drink and eat for free and do nothing. So thank you for a good vacation at the end of the day. Here's the, here's the telling question then, probably for your audience then, since you put it out there. Would you do it again? I would. Okay. Well, there you go. See, and that's great, which means that you're taking chances and getting out there. I, I, find, I find that great. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Let me you tell know? you something, right? Um... So I got flown. It, it, it is the tricky part about that entire story. So my 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 soulmate uh, is the one who is very. My podcast started because of him, and okay. despite our stupid shit, he's been a very supportive uh person. Like we get to our bullshit, but 
So when I was talking about coming for for, for podcast, he bought my ticket to come to Florida for podcast. Mm-hmm. He even get bought me my swimsuit. He was like, "Oh, you're going to Florida? I know you like the thing." Then a week before he finds out, I got thrown out, and he gets mad and decides to, you know, be an asshole that he is and get mad. But I'm like. We are not together. I could have lied to you, yeah. but I told you. So his thing was like, oh, but you're wearing the swimsuit I bought you with another man. So I got thrown out twice, literally. And now I'm in this phase of life where I just want to be thrown out. So <laughs> fly me out, niggas. Fly me out. <laughs> you hear that, guys? Fly her out. God damn it. Fly Paula out. I don't care where it is. I'm fine. We, I, I, one thing you're going to have, you're going to have fun. Whether yeah. it works out or not, you're going to have fun. So fly me out. <laughs> I'm sure they probably know that as well, by the way. I'm sure they all know that. Well, I, you know, by the way, going back to dating, I don't think you need dating apps. You're just like the life of the like the life of the party, and you're fun anyways. You have such a great spirit. That's like, who doesn't want to be around and not meet you when you're out in person? And by the way, that's better for you anyways, because you're getting like a true authentic, like, like, you know, connection with someone in person versus like you said, just on an app. What are you learning from that? Like you said, you're getting great followers for your podcast. But I know you're probably way better off just meeting them out anyways. Exactly. Half of the time, um, when I'm bored or I can't sleep in bed, then I'll start swiping. Like, I'll be swiping and then I'll talk and I'll be like, you're wasting my time. You can't even hold a conversation. And then I, I want to delete the apps all over again. Like, they are really annoying. So maybe I should look into matchmaking. But I feel like matchmaking is an investment when I'm ready to actually date for real. <laughs> And here's the thing that a lot of people don't know about, Paula, speaking of matchmaking, um, the fact that women more so than guys, you know, it's like it's free for women. You know, guys usually have to pay to be on a matchmaking situation, but women, it's always free. You just have to just go on and just apply and like, you know, fill out a questionnaire. And now you're on their you're on their database now. So once you're in their database, you just get chosen and picked for the right people. So it's, it's easy for you to not sign it's like it's almost like a crime not to sign up to matchmakers because you're just adding out you know you're putting yourself out there in different um different um avenues and stuff now so and a lot of girls don't know that i did not know that Mm -hmm. now chris Mm -hmm. we are text buddies now so please send me some links some of us i will i have have like three (laughs) matchmakers that i always try to plug or whatever that are great so and i will send them to you please send them my way now that i know Surprised, Paul. I mean, you'd be surprised. You'd be getting hit up all of a sudden, going, "It's like, wow, like, like, what is this? Like a match?" But they need, they need people for, you know, uh, people in their database for people to go out with. And so, it's women are always. There's more guys looking that way versus women in theory. Not, not a lot, but you know, in theory. So, a lot of the girls always just have to just go in and just fill out a questionnaire, and just now you're part of the database. And look, you got you got on dates all day. You're all right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. send them my li- the link. And anybody listening to this, if you want the links too, when Christopher sends them to me, I will gladly share them. Let's let's get on this matchmaking. You should. <laughs> Everyone should do it. Trust me. Like I said, it's just a better play. I- I've also wanted. I haven't been on a speed dating. I want to experience that and see. I know five five minutes is not enough to kind of. Right. But I'm also good at reading energy and shit. So. That's I know, important. but I, I would just, yeah, I would just want to experience speed dating. Have you ever done speed dating? No, but I always wanted to do that just because I'm like you, the same thing you just said, I'm really good at reading energy and I can tell right away if I'm like right from the right girl, I'll be like, I don't need, I don't even need the five minutes. I'll just need, once again, what did I just say when I, when my, when my girlfriend, now girlfriend, when I saw her, I planted a kiss on her in 10 minutes after not seeing her for 17 years, Paula, 10 minutes, I was like, damn, this is, this is the energy and I need to go in. And I went in and that was it. We've been inseparable for five years now. So I can read energy very, very well. And it's a lot of fun, by the way. I think speed dating is good because you have to say the right thing and you have to feel the energy, you know? And sometimes I feel like people might have just like their stock little, hey, what's up, da, 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 blah, 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 you know? But it's like, you can read through that hopefully, right? I'm sure you oh, know. Yeah. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm such a person, um, if I want to, uh, excuse my language, but I'm a shit talker anyways. So um, <laughs> if I want to fuck somebody, I already know it from the beginning. I'm like, right. yeah, I'm going to fuck you. And I'm so vocal about it that they get so shocked. Because even on Inge, there's this question, what's, um, what's important in a relationship? And I wrote sex, lots of it. But then I also wrote communication shit. So most guys end up liking that part and start 
we're talking about sex, I'm like, you do know it said what's the hallmark of a good relationship. Okay. We are not in a relationship. It's not no. like, oh my God, I'm just going to fuck everybody. <laughs> but we, <laughs> That's but with my son, when, when we met on Bamboo, and when he came to my house and we started talking, I was like, he, he was drinking and he's a lawyer. And like he didn't, and I, I saw the hustle nest in him. And then he also smoked, so he was smoking. And my dad was like, yeah, I'm going to fuck him. So I looked, at, I looked at him, and this guy literally drank a whole bottle of uh, Black Label, and I was drinking wine because I had to go to work the next okay. day. So I'm like, you are drunk. I'm not going to let you drive home. You can either no. take an Uber or sleep on my sofa, or you can have the bed and I'll sleep on the sofa. It's like, why can't we sleep on the bed together? I was like, oh, because I sleep naked. He was like, oh, then we're definitely sleeping on the no. bed together. We did fuck the same night and literally um somehow, somewhere, I'm very careful, I'm very good. We did not use a condom and he came in me and I was not in birth control and he okay. woke me up with some good head. That's when I knew I love this nigga. I'ma be with this nigga. And literally he, he, took me oh, he picked me up, we had brunch, and then we just started. I'm very sexual. I love mm -hmm. sex and I love having weird places sex so we ended up chilling at the pool late night and fucking in the pool and doing i was like yeah so straight away i was like so i'm not planning on dating anybody else since we're kind of doing this so i was like cool let's just do this and nice. then we're like okay then in in a month we're talking oh i want a child oh okay in one year we'll have a child and this and so it just went and i was like what the fuck is happening so sometimes it happens like that but you know sometimes however long that relationship lasts sometimes that's the right relationship for that moment and that's great and i love the fact that you're open you're honest because i appreciate that like i'm the same way like i go look if i like someone off the beat and i'm like look i don't play games i just want to know like this is what i think about you you don't have to say anything i'm just letting you know how i feel and just you know and just go from there so I, I, I just always am just open about my feelings with things like that. Because when you know, you know, sometimes, you know, it's not exactly. the right no, but at least, you know, for that moment. So there's nothing oh, yeah. wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'll always be, uh, I don't think me and him will ever get back together because of everything that has happened. And, but he's such a good friend of mine. And I know he's my soulmate because sometimes your soulmate is not somebody you're supposed to right, ask, you, right. you know. Yeah. But he taught me a lot in life, how to be patient, how to value myself with the things he, we went through, it grow, growth, the growth I ended up getting from it, I always appreciate because it's weird right. and gone. Who knows how I would still be. So I'm still very proud of that relationship and everything that came out of it. Well, you said something really, really well right there. It's like, I feel like everyone, you made a good point. I feel like everyone should grow from their relationship because when you come out of a relationship going, I don't know why I was with that person. I don't know why this is going on. It's almost like you're almost like drowning in the I don't knows and not going, well, you're with this person because at that point in time in your life, that person was exactly what you needed. What you, Whatever you're going through, that person was that person you needed. I don't care if you go on a drug dinner together. I don't care if it's just a sexcapade together. You, that was something of, of your life at that moment that you needed and just go, well, I needed that for that reason and just own it. You know, that's the main thing. Just own each relationship has some level of degree on what you need in your life and, and what you said, you grow from it. You, you have growth. So exactly. And if you didn't learn anything from any of your relationships, actually, then something you need to look deeper in you. Something <laughs> well, for a very long time, you're going to choose the wrong person again all the time. It's always that wrong person again and again in the end. So. So let me ask you, I know you're not big on online dating, but um, uh, you didn't also get to experience that a lot. But I know you've had a lot of guests in your show, so you probably talk. You're enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what would you say the do's and don'ts of online dating for you as so, a mentor? Yeah. yeah, that's a great question. So, I'm, and I, once again, I, I do a lot of research. I talk to a lot of people, and I know a lot of do's and don'ts are, for one, a lot of people have said that, you know, on the first meeting, just make it kind of a quick sort of thing, you know, and, and, and don't linger. So I'm going to backtrack. So I've heard the best way to do it is like if you meet someone, let's say we're online, we connect through our line, we, we you know, our, our likings match up, we start talking briefly. They say, just meet the person right away, you know, because at least you're leaving out all that extra, you know, all oh, whatever, whatever's in this and that and him trying to, you know, try to court you and you vice versa, like trying to be coy or whatever it is. But just meet them right away for about 10 to 15 minutes and you'll know at that point. So don't waste any time is one of the biggest things that I've learned. If you match up with someone, you talk to that person, 
Don't draw it out. Don't draw it out for a month. Don't draw it out. Unless you're just busy and your timing doesn't match up, you want to meet that person pretty quickly after that. That's what I'm getting a lot of because at least you can kind of either, you know, cross, cross that person off the list or you can start going out with that person just to make it easier. Yep. Uh, as long as you're just being pampered. And I tell these people because um, there's this thing where people say, oh, you shouldn't do this on a first day. You shouldn't sleep with somebody on a first day. Oh, this. So I'm a person who likes to test drive my car. If I already know I like you, <laughs> the, the, the shit is there, whether it's the first day or whatever, I'm going to do it. That way, I get, if you stuck in bed or something, that way I already know it. I'm not going to continue getting so much deeper and then in the connection and then come realize oh we actually don't blend in the other side right so, <laughs> so like if, if the conversation goes well you know we, we are connecting and shit i'm gonna go all the way and then make my ideas the next day yeah. otherwise i'm just wasting my time after the fact because once again what what if the night goes really well and it's as simple as that he's a bad or she's a bad kisser that's not oh my that God. the whole dynamics. You know, all of a sudden that whole great night was like, wank, wank, you know, and so <laughs> now what are you going to like, you know, so you, you just, if it's a good kiss, you take it the next step. So I don't mind that either. I think that's a great choice. And I don't, once again, I go, I tell people, if you make that choice, don't feel guilty about it. Don't feel like people are going to judge you. It's just what you are and what you're doing. I don't find anything wrong with that. Oh, I'm I'm okay with people judging me. You can judge me. Like it's all good. That's that's how you feel. That's how it's you feel. Judgment, I'm I got nothing me. good judgment on you, girl. I'm telling you, you're nothing but good judgment right about now. You have said nothing wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, I know that, Chris. But thank you very much. <laughs> so, Chris, hey, girl, what's up? <laughs> the girls want to know how do you know when a guy is really seriously into you, like. All right. So that's a very good question. This is something that I try to debunk a lot of women and I tell them right away of that whole thing. He's just not into you series. It's the way that they pursue you. If the guy, after you meet, you know, the first date was great. Let's say you, wow, that was a first, first great, you know, first great date. We had a great time. And all of a sudden he doesn't call you for like three days or something like that. He's, he's not into you at that point. That's as simple as that. It's the easiest way to go. But now let's say he follows through on the next day. He goes out with you. And this is something that I have to say, um, off with what you said about, I don't mind girls sleeping with guys on the first time, but at least make it a challenge for them. That's the biggest thing that a guy wants. You know, we all want a challenge. And if you can show like, you know, just drag him on a little bit, but not too much in a way where he's going to get kind of distant and annoyed. Every guy is going to push and try. We know that, especially if they like you. But at the same time, you want them to keep coming back. You want to make sure that they're authentic and real, that they're serious about you and not just trying to get in your pants, obviously, right? So the first and foremost thing is just follow through. If he follows through with everything that he says he's going to do, that's when you know he's into you. And now you can make that choice to say, all right, I'm going to continue to see him or not. That's the best way I can say it. If he's missing some step like, hey, I'll call you tomorrow and doesn't call you until like two days later, you know, that that's, he's playing games. You know, I, I, I'm not a game player. I don't believe in people playing games. I feel like if you like someone, just let them know. I like that. Um, you remember yesterday when you texted me and I responded later and I told you I was on a date? <laughs> yeah, yes, you were. Yeah. How'd that go, by the way? Um, so. continue through the night is what I'm oh, getting no, at. no, no. <laughs> um, I actually canceled on him last week on was supposed to meet on Thursday and I almost canceled yesterday too because I had a really long day and I was really tired. But I was like, you know what? Let me just go because I, I was really hungry and I was going to a really nice burger place and I didn't have food in my house. Like I wasn't gonna cook. So either way I want I needed to eat. But mm -hmm. when I go on dates I don't go like oh the guy's gonna pay. Like I go prepared just in yeah. case because you know you never know. I'm not about to be ran out on and start <laughs> cleaning dishes and shit so i always for first date i always make it a very casual place like if somebody suggests a place i always look at the i go on their page and look at their menu i'm like you know what let's try somewhere else until i know you're for real for real okay. so we went to a nice burger place and um i wasn't sure but we had a nice date like we talked okay. we laughed we whatever he dropped me on he had me and he almost kissed me. I could sense if he wanted to kiss me. And I almost did it too, but I was like, no, nah, because like the date went well. I'm also kind of still not sure. But then he texted me the whole night, like he went home and we were texting. And the morning he woke up, he texted me. Even today, he planned the next day. We have another date tomorrow. 
and even invited me to his gig. He's in a rock band. They're playing on mm-hmm. Sunday. So I was like, bring your guys and come. I'm like, so you do know that's three dates in one week. It's like, well, you want you want to feel how a groupie feels. So Sunday is really not a day today. My- <laughs> but I'm kind of still not sure. So- All right, so let me ask you this then. There's nothing wrong with not being sure. But also you have, like you said, I'm glad that you're taking your time with this one, which actually... You know, with you usually jumping in the stuff that you do, this is kind of interesting. So I'm kind of I'm kind of curious on what these feelings are that you're feeling because you're not sure because you didn't even let him kiss you, even though you just said you had a great time, right? Um, he was probably a gentleman. You had a great time. He brought you home um, and all that stuff. So I'm wondering what the hesitation is, either that you just don't feel like he's your normal type, you know what I mean, in theory, or or you're just, or maybe... It might be that you're giving someone a new chance. So this this is an interesting place you're at right now. It's not my normal type. And even when I was at the restaurant waiting and I was talking to my friend and he was coming, I was like, um, I'm not sure. And I showed my friend because we were FaceTime. I was like, Paula, he looks like a nice guy. You know, just chill and see how it goes. So we did have a good time. And even when he, he gave me a peck on, like, it felt so soft, I almost would have kissed him. And when he even texted, it was like, yeah, I really wanted to kiss you, but I wanted to also be respectful because I wanted to make sure you are comfortable. I'm right. like, yeah, I could tell you wanted to kiss me. And it's like, so why did you stop? I'm like, I'm going to make you work for it. You know, <laughs> you have to be worth it. So right. that's why I also agreed on the second day just to make, instead of just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, we had a good conversation. But I'm not that's sure that. if it's. If it's somebody that I really want to go all the way, or maybe it can be somebody who's a good friend. <laughs> okay. So it's your, your, it's like it's that you're fine. You're still figuring that one out, which is great now. And by the second one, I know that you'll know on the second day because it's either going to be something where you're like, yeah, he's hot. I want to, I want to be with him more. You know, it's just a friend. So I think this is going to be the telltale on this one for you. I don't even, even if it made it to the third one, the third one, you're probably either going to be, you know, like, woohoo, let's go, or just like, yeah, we're friends. I'm coming to support you. So this will be interesting. I'm, I'm curious. I want to know about the rest of the, how the second one goes, by the way. I'll tell you, yeah. we are going bowling yeah. tomorrow. I'm okay. I might kissing tomorrow. Who knows? Okay. All right. Give a little something. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, please do. Please do. Now, um, quick question. Did you ever have a fuckboy face? <clears throat> oh, what's that? A fuckboy face. Yes. Yes, I did. You know, that's, that's, yes, yes, I did. You know, it's funny that I've always been really monogamous. Like I'm, I hear this from my friends. I go, Chris, you know, you're a relationship guy. And I'm like, but they always feel like I shouldn't be because they ask me, don't you want to have an open relationship? You seem like you need an open relationship with all your girlfriends because I am a flirt. I love women to death. I love being, I love surrounding myself with a lot of women. Don't get me wrong. You probably saw that. Oh, I know, I know. I I can meet a bunch of girls like, oh, follow me. I just want to be around a bunch of girls because it's just fun. So yes, I am. And I, and I, I, like I said, it was my, it was a big cheating phase, you know, back in my modeling days, you know, I I started modeling when I was 20 out of college and literally I had a, I had a whirlwind. Like I was doing like, you know, I was in London. I was in, I was in Italy. I was in New York a lot. I, you know, I grew up in, uh, I went to college in uh, Dallas. Um, and so this whirlwind that I was on, it was just like, you know, I mean, you're being adored. I mean, who doesn't want to be like adored and, and things like that. You know, and when I'm on the runway of like Calvin Klein and Prada and all these big labels like that and on the, you know, magazines and this and that, it was just like, yeah, I, I love attention. So, so yes, but here's, here's the caveat though. I was a fuck boy, but I probably can't say that I was a true fuck boy just because the fact that I left a lot of girls in my bed and didn't sleep with them. Because it was more of the thrill of the chase of having that girl get in bed with me. And all of a sudden I had a lot of girls go, and I share this a lot too, them going, you're not going to sleep with me tonight? I'm like, nah, not really. Because I'm such a good guy that I didn't want to have to feel the repercussions of the next day when I knew that I just didn't really like them like that. Like I liked them, but they weren't going to be a future girlfriend of mine or someone that I wanted to continue seeing that way. So I didn't want to just have fling after fling. So there are a lot of moments where I had a lot of women in bed just going, okay, we messed around, we kissed, but I'm not sleeping with you. You know, mm. I just think just because I could see in their eyes that emotional connection that they were forming. And I was like, I mean, can you blame them? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So with that being said, I wanted to be a good guy and be like, look, I like you, but I just know we're not going to, I just don't want, I'm not, I don't want to take it to the next step tomorrow. You know, unless you're like, and they're like, oh, that's okay with me. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not okay with me because I can still see in your eyes that there's that emotional connection right now. The puppy and, eyes. Exactly. And I, and you're saying that to me right now, but then tomorrow you're going to be like, 
you know, please, please are like all over. I'm like, I, I can't deal with that. So, so I had to just kind of pick and choose my battles. Yeah. All right. So yeah. on top of that, okay. You said you don't, you didn't go all the way or whatever, but what would you say was the most fuckboy shit you've ever done? My fuckboy streak that I've ever done? The most just... fuckboy shit you've ever done. Like, oh, man. <laughs> like, like something shitty you mean like that? Uh, okay. I'll tell you something shitty. <laughs> It's probably, I've probably done a lot of shitty things, Paul. I'm not gonna remember them all, but I've probably done a lot of shitty things. Give I mean, me one. Like, give me one. I'll give you like I'll give you a brief. Like there was a time when I walked out of a club with two friends of mine. It was like this guy and this girl who are really good friends of mine, and we were always having threesomes and shit. And they go and they go, you need to find a girl tonight. So I'm walking out of the club as they went to go get the car, and all of a sudden I'm walking by this girl talking to her boyfriend. I just laugh because she said something, and she looks. She goes. Ooh, who are you? She jumps in the car with me, leaves him and goes home with me and leaves him on the curb. And he's like, wait, she's like, fuck you. He gets in the car with me and, and my friends. That, that was shitty, but I had a good time with her that night. But my biggest one that I ever had was this married woman that I had where I literally dropped her off in front of her house to go run up to the, get some clothes, come back and this guy's at the door. And I'm like, who's that guy at the door? Like saying, wait, wait. And she goes, oh, that's my husband. Come on, let's go. And I'm like, all right, let's go. So we just left. That was pretty shitty, you know, but I had a good time with her too. So I've done some things. <laughs> oh my you know? gosh, somehow, somehow I wish I had known you back then. <laughs> I mean, you know, but the way that I do it was never like me, like being like an asshole. It was just me going. It was it the was, women doing the, the, the work. You, you. you were just tagging along. I'm just tagging along. Thank you. See, I'm a fuckboy tag along. That's what I am, Paul. That should be a new word. <laughs> it's like I'm a tag along. They wanted to go with me. I'm like, okay, let's go. You know, so that was that. Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of those situations, by the way. It was, it was more the fact that I think it was more the girls being shitty, <laughs> just running off than me going, hey, 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 you know, I'm a good guy. You know, I'm a fun guy, though. So, yeah, that I know. So, I've you mentioned that your friends, uh, you're such a monogamous person, but your friends were like, why aren't you in an open relationship? Have you ever thought about that? Would you ever be in one? No, it's like I've thought about it a lot, and I, and I love the idea of it. I think the fact is that, once again, I just love having women around me, and it's that thing where, um, you know, even with my ex-wife and everything, we've, we've, you know, we've always talked about, we've had girls in situations where it could have happened and everything. And I've been, I've been in a bunch of threesomes, don't get me wrong, but I was always, those were, I was either always single or whatever in that situation. Um, but being with like, even my, um, with my girlfriend now we've discussed it, but I feel like I just love the thrill of the chase. And so what happens for me, what she does for me is she allows me to go out when I'm out and like hang out with my girlfriends. And I have a lot of really good looking girlfriends. I'm like, Hey, honey, I'm going to go out with my friend and I, I'll be home tomorrow morning. Let's say, right. Because you know, we're going to go out drinking we're going to hang out. We're going to catch up. We're going to talk. And then I'll come at like three or four in the morning. She's like, did you have fun? I go, yeah, what a great time. You know, like we, like we went to a strip club together. We did this together, blah, blah, blah. And most women be like going, you did what? I'm sorry. We're dating. You did what? She knows that I'm, I'm coming home to her. I'm never going to like cheat. I'm never going to do this because I just, she, my outlet is just, I love to flirt and I love to be adored. And so I feel like if I get that out of my system, I'm always grounded and I know who's at home and I'm in love with my, I'm in love with my girlfriend. So. And that's but, good. So that's my way. That's my open relationship for me. It's being able to go out, meet girls, do what I want to do, talk, you know, like kind of flirt, be charming and do my thing. And then all of a sudden like hang out with them all night long or whatever, with a bunch of friends and things. And all of a sudden come home and be like, yeah, I had the best night last night. This girl showed me, you know, she got naked in front of me or whatever, whatever, but I didn't do anything. I'm just sitting there and she's like, I know it's just Chris being Chris. So it's, so I as think. As long as you don't cross the line, it is like, you know, and you're being honest about it instead of, if you're lying about it, that's the other thing, but you're being honest and you're not crossing the line. I think that's, you know, I feel like, oh, and I'm in a relationship. I want my man to do like, not same same stuff. You wanna go to the strip club? Go. Right. Even we can go together. You wanna hang out with your girlfriend? I have so many guy friends, so I understand. Like as long as I'm okay to hang out with my guy yeah. friends, as long as that line is not closed, that's cool. Like you know, life and is still to be lived. And it's as simple as you. And one of the biggest things that I can say, the easiest way of doing that is, you know, like when a guy and a girl together walking down the street together, right, or at a party together, like you're with your person, and all of a sudden you can look across the room and go wow, that girl's really beautiful. Or look how hot that girl is. You know, not in a distasteful, like lusty way, but just an admiration, you know, like, like just looking around, wow, that's a really pretty girl. That, that girl's really hot. And you tell that to your girlfriend and she's like, yeah, she is like that. Or if she goes, oh my God, that guy's really like, that guy's hot. I'll go, 
Yeah, he is. Cause you know, you appreciate a good looking person, but then some people, they can't even do that because they're, they're afraid that they might get like, you know, you shouldn't be looking at someone else when you're with me, disrespectful and blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just telling you that I think that person really hot, you know, like, look, she's, she's nice or whatever. She looks good. How can you not appreciate that? So for someone, you know, to um, basically shoot you down for saying that that's an issue for me. Like I would never go out with someone like that. Me too. Like mm-hmm. every other guy I've dated, like they know I'm the one who will be tapping. Oh my God, look at that girl. Look at that boobs. Right. Look at that. I'm an ass person. Like I love, I also love boobs because I don't have boobs. So when I see big boobs, <laughs> like even I walk, my co-workers who have big boobs are always going to put my face there and touch and play. So oh I'm like, oh my God, those are good boobs. That's a nice ass. I will even comment on girls, you have a nice ass. Are you doing right. squats? What are you doing? And the girls be like, oh my God, I've been working on it. Thank you. You're noticing like that. Yeah. And I also share with my guy like, oh my God, did you see her? And you'll be like, oh my God. It's okay to admire or to look. It's nothing wrong. But some people don't like that, though. Some people don't like it, and they get all they get defended. You know, all of like you know, you know, defensive, and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm offended by that," and blah blah blah. And I'm like, I can't communicate the fact that I can't appreciate someone else. Now I'm going to be closed off. Now I'm going to be sneaking shit. You know, sneaking porn, sneaking this. It's like, what else am I going to be sneaking around now? You know, I can't tell you that I went to a strip club for God's sake, because if I can't even appreciate a girl that that's standing in front of us. God forbid I go to a strip joint, you're going to kill me. So I don't want that, you know, and I don't want her. I can't be in a relationship like that. And I advice yeah. her for her as well. Like I trust her immensely. Like she'll go out with her friends and come home the next day. We, you know, I spent the night at my friend's house. We had a great time. I'm like, great. I'm glad you guys had fun. So it's easy. When you're insecure, it's so easy not to care. Oh, my man is looking at another woman. Like, bruh, they're looking at porn 24 seven. Those are other women. Like, and right. anybody who says, oh, my, my, my boyfriend right. or my husband is yeah. not allowed Right. Right. If you don't, you know, if you know, if you have the discussion and you don't and and your girlfriend or boyfriend, like, let's say they go, you know, I just it's just not my thing. I don't like it. Then just say, look, I I hear you, but I'm going to probably, you know, every now and then, maybe if you're not around or whatever, if I'm missing you, I'm going to watch it. I'm sorry. and see how they react, because we've had a lot of conversations like that on our show as well, where a lot of people are like, look, I don't that's one of my non-negotiables to them. And it's just like, you know, I they're like, I, I feel like I should be sexual enough for my person, you know, who I'm with. And I'm like, I get that. But every now and then, you know, it's like we need what we need. So they're doing you gotta it. You got to spice it up. Sex only gets better when you spice it up. How you going right. to spice it up if you're not watching porn to see? Oh, my God, babe, we should try that. Like, literally, if you look at my, you see <laughs> down there, I have a sex position Bible. Nice. Like, I just be like, babe, you want to try this stuff today? Like, <laughs> let's try to see if there's a point so we can see how it works. Right. As long as you don't scare them away, Paula, you're good. <laughs> Sometimes people like, they're going, oh my God, this, this girl, this guy's moving way too fast for me. I got to slow it down. But it's like, well, as long as you, play, you, know, you slowly pull it out, it's it's great. I, I'm, I'm oh, a fan of that's why it's right next to the TV, right? Like that when they sit on the sofa, they just sit so they already know. But that's also when you know you're already dating and you're already connected and you know like, okay, we can talk about anything. Again, communication, openness is important. So as long as you're doing that, it's easy and you know. Yeah, I agree. So let me ask you, um, how did your podcast name come about? Um, that's a good question. My girlfriend came up with it. You know, I was looking for a name and she's like, what about dating intelligence? I go, oh my God, that's, that's brilliant. So she came up with it. Cause it's like, you know, D, like D dating IQ virtually. And so it, the name just stuck. I, I loved it. And that's where we're at with the name. So it was a no brainer. Um, I don't, I can't even tell you what other names I might've been thinking of. Cause I'm really creative and I love coming up with topic names. Like every, if you look at my, um, if you look at every single episode, I always have a fun topic name and it's like, it's almost like a play on words. And so when she came with the name, I was like, huh, like it was a no brainer. So I don't, I don't even think that I, I'm sure I had some other names, but not like that. I like it. I, I must say, I like the, the picture itself, you in your suit. And, like, I keep looking at that picture. I'm like, oh my God, this is such a magazine worth it. I, I need I need you to send me like the original copy. I think I'm gonna print it as a post I might. You should see the black and white one. There's a black and white one where I'm sitting in front of her and she's behind me. I'll send you that one. You're gonna love that yes, one. Yes, send it. I 
thought it was a little, it was a little too much for like our, for, you know, too hardcore for the, uh, for the cover because you're thinking people are going to be like, Ooh, Oh, this is a sex show. Right. And it's like, no, but cause I'm in a suit and she's in her lingerie, but the one with the handcuffs, when I'm looking one way and that that's a strong photo. And I felt like it, 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 it simplified what dating and relationships are about. You know, it's that whole tug of war, that whole like power yeah. and the love. And, and just love that. Yeah. I'll send you the photo of me sitting in front of her. So you're going to like that one too. My, my, my bedroom wall is empty. I feel like I already know the right place to put yeah. it. That one will be a work for it. I'll send you both of them without the name on there, but I'll send you the, 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 the black and white. You will love that one a lot. And I, I want to get your um, opinion on that one. Listen, I'm crazy. I told Wendy when I recorded with her, there's some of our episodes when they were talking, I masturbated on them. <laughs> so if I have it in my bedroom, I might do some shit to it. I'm just saying straight up. Right, just, just share the knowledge when you do it. Just let us know. That's, that's, that's great content for us on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll come on a guest and share my experience of what I did with a, po- with a, with a poster. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, my God. No. We're coming to the end. I've spent an hour and a half with you and I've had so much fun. I feel like I you keep time. talking and talking because I'm looking. I'm like, oh my God, it's already an hour and a half. I, I, didn't, so even notice, I didn't even know the clock show. I don't even know what time it is. I'm just having so much fun talking with you. So the, um, doing Podfest, one of the freebies, you know, I collected everything. Shout out to Travis Brown who had the Poddex cards. Hey, Travis. So what I've been doing is I've been um, using them to ask people questions. Half of the time, if there's no specific question, I'll make people choose a number and then the question picks itself. But these three questions are the same questions I also ask Jane because okay. we were talking about sex and relationships. So I yeah, feel Jane like this is the right. I can't wait to do that. We had so much fun. And then after it was done, I'm like, so what are you doing for the rest of your Sunday evening? It was like, well, Paula. This show turned me on, so I'm gonna go spend some time with my man. I'm like, good for you now. I, I, I love somebody that. Somebody to go spend with, but she's good for so you. So open and honest. She's she's so good at what she does, and especially at her young age, she's so good at what she does, and she's so bright, and she's so she's just amazing. I I actually reference her now as my as my little my little bestie because my best friend is a girl, and Jaina is like the little version of my best friend, and it's like I cannot wait for them to meet because they're just gonna love each other, but. Love Jaina. She's amazing. Love, but the first time I met her when she did a virtual, um, mm-hmm. she was on stage virtual podcast. And as soon as her presentation was done, I followed her and I was like, yo, the way you were so honest and open. And like, I resonate. I like people who are just the authentic self, no matter yeah. what the fuck. Like, I must say, this is my life. Take it or leave it. I love that because that's how I am. Not unapologetic so, for anything she says. She's like, she's so non-unapologetic. She's like, this is me. I'm like, yeah. I love that. I started following her and we were liking each other. Like we'll just support each other. So when I saw her, um, even during our surgery, like I was very supportive and cheering her on. And then we finally met when I saw her on podcast, right? You know, I, I, I saw the face, but I forgot her name. So I was trying to wave, but I kept on looking at her and I was like, I hope she doesn't think why is this girl staying at me. <laughs> so we all ended up at Holly's um, presentation. Okay. And as soon as Holly was done, I finished saying hi. She was sitting behind with Riley. So I went to say hi to Riley and I saw I was like, oh my God, I forgot your name, but I'm going to call you Red Rob Girl. Where's your Red Rob? She looked at me and was like, yeah. you must see my followers. I was like, oh my yes. God. So we took a picture. Then we we had a moment where we were talking about mental health and conversation and she was talking about our podcast. I was like, girl, you've been talking about this podcast forever. I need you to start it. She's like, yeah, but I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Look how you were open about your surgery and you got so much support. Do it, do it, girl, do it. So it was just good to see her and hang out with her. And I was like, oh my God, you're much, you're even much better in person. You know, people you meet virtually, you feel the energy, but you get to feel it much more in person. You're like, fuck, I love you. Like, I love you. That's a great connection. Yeah, but before I got to those questions, um, did the big brother thing let me tell you something i love the fact that you guys connected and were able to do that i hated because i was hating from outside like oh my god all my favorite people in one room and i'm not there but i was very happy to see that happen and to see you guys um connect and be creative and and out of the big seven i've already had three of you on my show and i asked all of you like 
what was the best thing out of that? And I already told Oli and Rari and the next one, I'm in. I'm coming. Okay. I already know yeah. that the toilet paper has to stay the right way. That's what I need. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. That's right. That's a big deal. By the way, you know, my girlfriend always has it backwards. She always has it underneath. I'm like, ah, oh, it drives me bonkers. Like, I always have to go in and I'm like, I'll just turn it around. And you know, you, you know when you're like something annoys you, you just like you do it really sort of like, I'm not gonna voice it, I'm just gonna do it and yeah. turn it around. And every time I go in our ma- our master bath, I'm like, just do it and turn it. Don't don't even mention it. So I actually mentioned to it after the fact. But my biggest takeaway is like, first of all, like you know, like I like I tell everyone, and guys, we're um, Paul is talking about this creative content content immerse immersive workshop that that I put together with Holly. And um, after PodFest, we were talking and I said, look, there's a need that needs to be filled with a workshop type of situation. I, and me being in L.A., I was like, you know, what would be great. Let's do like a TikTok house because there's a there's an influencer TikTok house here and TikTok's based out of the U.S. Um, version of TikTok here. And um, there's a house where they actually put influencers together and all they do is work and create content together and they help each other build each other's you know, brand up because it's only better for TikTok when all these guys are making a lot of money are staying in a house together, just creating content and just turning it out. Right. So I decided let's do something like that. And I called up about eight people, um, probably like five people. And then Holly got, you know, Larry and Johnny off of that. And then um, I think Rich ended up calling Mark because I met Mark at podcast, but I didn't have his number. I don't think at the time. So we all got together and we zoomed a few times and then uh, Holly and I were running this thing and it just happened like almost like a month and a half later. So um, we got in this house in Dallas and it was a big old house and we just started working together and just helping each other and just learning and growing and did improv night and had this like business strategy thing where I felt like a therapy session because we're all like learning and just telling each other on why we're doing what we're doing and if it's the right path for us. So I had an enjoyable time and there will be more of them, Paula, by the way, because Holly and I are actually going to be talking tonight after I get off the phone with you on the next step of continually, continuously growing this as a business and bringing in more um, influencers and entrepreneurial type people. Yes, I love it. Like I, I was like, I'm, I'm coming in the next one. Even if I'm crashing, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be like, oh, that's where you are. We will definitely let you know. And then if it's something that works out, we would love to have you for sure. But it was it was still beautiful to see. And that's how you know these conferences, they do actually work. You get yes, to, to meet people, to connect and end up doing something with those people in real life. It, it's beautiful. And Jaina said something. She was like, I went there as a relationship person, but I left and realized I want to change into mindset. I didn't even yeah. talk much about it. I was like, and that's what, you know, you, you sit with people and you realize there's more than what you think you are or what you, right. you are offering. So it's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, so Holly, thank you all for doing that. Thank you. Holly was brilliant. You know, like I said, everyone there had an amazing time and an experience. And we even did a questionnaire at the end. And it was so nice to see that everyone enjoyed themselves. They all said that it exceeded all expectations and they would love to do it again. And so that to us was just a really good feeling of just like, wow, there's something here. And I think then when you get that feeling, it's just like, let's, let's explore it a little bit more. So we're going to explore it more and see where it takes us. Yes. And uh, to me, I think out of all of you, I only didn't know Johnny, but mm-hmm. I know Rich. I, I love Rich. I, uh, me and Mark connected. Sadly, we connected on the last day of podcast. Oh, but we have still been like very good buddies online and very supportive. We talk. And then there's you, of course, our other connection. And Ollie and Jenna. So to see y'all all together, I was like, oh, my God, those are my people. They're doing amazing oh. shit. Like, you know? And it's funny because there were a few more that couldn't make it that, you know, there were three three other people that we were excited to have. The timing just wasn't right for them that you probably know as well. So they'll probably be probably a part of either the next one or whenever we do something, they'll probably be a part of it. So you'll see them probably as well. All right. So three three cards. Um, two of them are from the what the fuck deck and one from the interview deck. So the first question, what is the weirdest place you've ever had sex? Uh, the weirdest place I've ever had sex. Oh, my God. This would be really <laughs> easy for me. Really, really easy. Um, probably in a movie theater while the movie was going and around people. You know, no one knew. So we were sitting at the very top. You know, you always got to go to the very top of that situation, you know. So movie theater. That's the only one I'm on the top of my head right now. Movie theater while the movie was going. 
I haven't done it in the movie theater, but I have got fingered in the movie theater. Amazing <laughs> too. Like, yeah. I literally did not watch that entire movie. As I left, I was like, oh my God, I really wanted to watch that movie. But if you ask me how that movie is, all I know is <laughs> I was trying not to shout so loudly. Oh, that's great. You're like, it better be a comedy or, or like a thriller because when people are screaming, you're screaming with them. You know what I mean? Oh, like, it was so many. So people were so laughing loud. So my, right. you know, my voice sounded like I was like, <laughs> That is, oh my God, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Um, if you swapped genders for a day, how would you spend it? If I swapped Since genders. Since you love women so much. If I swapped genders for a day, how would I spend it? Should I probably spend it out somewhere where there's a lot of dudes hitting on me, you know, because I want to see what it, how is it like for a girl to be hit on? You know, I mean, no, every guy should experience being hit on, like as a girl. So that's what I'm going to say. It's not a day of shopping. It's not a day of like running around, getting my nails done, all that crap. No, I want to go out in like a full-on situation where there's a party situation, an event, and seeing how many times I can get hit on by guys and how all the stupid lines that they say to us. So that's what I want to do. I need you to listen to Jane's uh, interview when it comes out. Find out what she said, what she answered. Okay, okay, nice. Because these same questions are the same ones I asked Jane. All right, and the last one is, where is the strangest place you re- urinated or defecated? defecated. Hmm. The strangest place I've urinated or defecated. Wow, that's a good one. Um, shit. Probably by, I don't know, probably by the tennis courts. You know, I'm a tennis pro. When I got to go, I got to go. You know, it's probably early nights. By the way, I started at 530 in the morning. So I know I've taken a shit outside of the tennis court somewhere in the woods before I started in the neighborhood because, you know, there's no bathroom. <laughs> you got to go. And I'm like, and it's cold outside. So I know I've done that once or twice. I'm not going to lie about it. I'll, I'll own that up. I've taken a shit outside the tennis courts at five in the morning. I mean, the dogs do it and people don't pick up after their dogs. So you can right. just pretend no. it was a dog. Just you know? carry baby wipes in my car. I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that. I've taken shits outside in the woods, outside the tennis courts. There. It's on, it's on air. <laughs> you brought it out of me, Paula. God damn it. Talking shit with pee brings the best out of people. <laughs> and that's some shit right there. <laughs> Let me say something. One time when I was in Malaysia, right, we were coming back from the club, and I was in a uh, in a taxi, and I was sitting in the middle. And literally, we were on traffic. But as soon as the car would ca- go around, um, my apartment buildings were like five minutes ish. But then, you know, getting out of the car, first the traffic, then getting out of the car, going all the way to the top floor, and I really needed to go. And I was sitting in the middle seat. I was like, I'm not about to pee in in this taxi while there are two people sitting next to me. They will feel the way. So I literally, in the middle of the, like, we were in traffic. I opened the door, ran out of the road, and right in the middle of the road, I just had to pee. I just had oh, to go. Yeah, and yeah. my friends were looking at me like, what the? I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go. Did you want me to pee in the car right. next to you? I see nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's hilarious as hell, and it would be a sight to see as I'm driving by going, what the hell is that girl doing over there? But you got to go, you got to go, you know? And you know what? You didn't pee between your friends and in the taxi, and you saved your clothes. Exactly. Because, right. you know. Because you know, know your friends had to go pee. You know they had to pee. If you had to go, they had to go. They just were not going to do it. So good for you. Right. So we're coming to our end of our interview, uh, of our fun chit-chat. And as I was sending you um, the link today, I noticed something on your email. And I I was just curious. Again, I told you I'm a very curious person. And I'm very detailed. So your email has the number 751. What's the story with that? So it's Gmail gave it to me. That's the story. Gmail. I mean, if if it was up to me, it'd be Christopher G. L. And then... Nothing else, but you know, I, I was pissed because I'm like, I'm the 751st fucking Chris GL here. This sucks. I was pissed. So that that's why, you know, that's the only reason why. And by the way, there, there's a few things that you get, you know, when you like sign up for something, like please hope that you get the one. And you're like, shit, I get that name. Like, I'm the only one with this name. That's dating intelligence, by the way. I'm the only one with that name, a lot of stuff, but chrisgl751 at gmail.com guys if you ever want to reach out or just reach out to me on anything dating intelligence dm me please go look at us on instagram um check us out on youtube because we have a huge viewing following on youtube um and also um all of our audios are doing amazing so we're up to honestly paula we're probably in total now per episode within the first week we're probably about 
45,000 views total um, with, with um, YouTube being the most, we usually get about 30,000 plus viewers in the first three days. And then on um, all audio, we're about 7,500 on, on average on the first few days as well. So it's been, it's been a it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's impressive. That's why I was shocked when you told me you were doing it for two years. Because when I was looking at the numbers, I was like, ah, it's I, very impressive. I'm, I'm, I'm a workhorse, man. I tell you, it's like I get after it. So, you know, that's why like, it, like I went to PodFest thinking that I didn't realize how well I was doing. Even going to PodFest, I was I was just so, you know, I'm, I'm a very humble person and I, and I just love people. And and like I told even more everyone at the workshop, I said, look, I go, I'm just happy to meet people. I can learn from anyone. And I never, even at podcast, I was like, wow, I'm doing better than a lot of people here. But I was, it wasn't egotistical. It was just like, I was just, I'm still like going, I still need to learn more. There's so much amazing group of people here who have been doing it for years. And that experience level over the numbers, is hands down more important to me. Yeah. And um, it's okay to, to enjoy that the fuck you're doing way better than people. Like you worked hard for it. So yeah. however humble yeah. you are, you should also be able to be like, but fuck it. <laughs> All right, I'll do it now. Goddamn, I'm doing well. I'll tell you yeah. that. I'm doing really well. You know, you, 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 yeah. you got to give it to yourself because yeah. it's your hard work you. It's, it you, is you and I, I work hard for it, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so fucking yeah brag, brag and celebrate and shout however <laughs> humble you are <laughs> the numbers even on our Instagram I was showing a friend yesterday when he was we were talking he's like you know what are your numbers at and I showed him he's like god damn you're doing well but he didn't here's the crazy part he didn't know that you know my personal Paul is at fetch sport f-e-t-c-h-s-p-o-r-t i had a clothing line back in the day so that's why that's my handle on fetch sport i'm sorry my uh, in my personal instagram handle i haven't changed it over to christopher lewis because i don't know how hard it is to do that so i just kept it at fetch sport so when he saw my personal he's like god damn you're doing well i go that's because i work at it you know i mean i'm trying to get my influence up because if i'm going out as a brand with all these different things, like my next step for me is um, speak is be doing public speaking. Like I want to be like a Tony Robbins. That's my next level of stuff that I'm trying to do. So I actually, I put down a date um, in September, I think around the 16th or 17th that I'm going to bring a bunch of friends in a room and friends that I, I told them, I go, I want you to each bring someone that I do not know to this thing and I'm going to speak. And I finally kind of fleshed out what I'm going to do. So with this next month coming up, if you're asking me what's going on with me, that's the next step. I'm going to be every day working on my public speaking gig in front of about 40 to 50 people. And that's my next step. And it's funny you say that because I was also telling Larry, that's my next step too because um, I'm shy. But I, in order for you to get better at something, you got to keep doing yeah, it. And I, that's why, like, even when I started my podcast, I never used to do video. Again, I'm shy. I don't want people to look at me, to see me, whatever. But I'm like, how am I going to get better or get comfortable if I'm not, Pushing it. So, yeah, so is the best way. And like I said, yes, I set a date. I'm nervous as hell. I'm scared as hell. Even when I was speaking at PodFest, that was my very first speaking role. And I was trying to find a way out of it to the to like the minute of getting up on stage, Paul. I was like, I'm sick. I'm not feeling well. It's too cold in here. Maybe I should run out. No, that's not good, Chris. You gotta you said you're gonna do this. Get up there and do it. And I went up there and I did it, but I was scared shitless and I and I got through it. So I'm excited to continue doing it. And they say when you're not scared then you're not excited about it or when you're right. not nervous, so, you know? And I, I've had you did amazing. So keep keep doing it, Chris. Thank and you so much. We are for, I, I am forever going to be a number one supporter of yours as long as you keep carrying me. Don't worry, you and I are connected at the hip. We are connected at the hip, literally. So we are, we are, we're solid. I adore you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for hanging out with me today. and. Sister Holly, I love her. I know she just lost her grand. Yeah, her uncle. Her uncle. Yeah, her uncle, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. So send her my love and I will reach out to her soon, anyways. But y'all have a good one and have a good Thank night. You. And Thank you for having me, Paula. Thank you, guys. I love you, Chris. Oh, I love you too, girl. Thank you. Thank you so much. Shit Talkers, thank you for tuning in. Talk shit with me now as a permanent home. Hoo-hoo! Make sure to visit www.talkshitwithp.com for all podcast details. Also, we now have a premium section where it hosts uncut episode videos for $9.99 a month, which will be out on Sundays, two days before episode release date. New episodes come out every Wednesday and Fridays for part two, if available. <laughs> 
while you're at it talk shit repeats available on all platforms and social media with the handle at talk shit repeat that's talk t-a-l-k shit s-h-i-t with w-i-t-h-p go ahead and follow us to stay connected and engaged with me also if you're feeling generous give us a review on apple Podcasts or raters on spotify you can also share a beer with me by buying me a beer on buymecoffee.com if you can't afford the premium you can also join our mailing list by creating an account to get email updates from talk shit with p be the first on the no no <laughs> thank you for listening sharing and supporting in any way remember we are on every fucking wednesday let's shit talk <laughs>